listening to the Girls Get Off podcast, an R18 podcast on all things female pleasure. Think girl talk, but real girl talk, where we chat all things nasty, self-loving, sex, orgasms, and more. Nothing is off limits, which means you get all the secrets, even our guests' BFFs don't know. We're on a mission to make talking about getting off as fun as actually doing it. Ready to join the Mastination? Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Girls Get Off podcast. Today we have Morgan Penn joining us, which we're so excited about. Morgan is a certified somatic sexologist, pleasure advocate, sex educator and co-host of the award-winning podcast, The Trainee Sexologist. She works with individuals and couples to give them the tools to have the best sex of their lives. So, so great to have you joining us today, Morgan. I think we have a topic to learn more about, yoni massages. To be honest, I think Viv's picked this because Viv's (laughs) very interested in it. I am because I think it's something that uh, you talk about a lot, Morgan, in your work. And I think that it's something that's not very much understood. Well, for me, at least, I think we talked about it in the office and we were all sort of like, I guess, I mean, we we kind of get it, but not really. And I think other people would be feeling the same way. Yeah, it is It is a little bit of a foreign concept, um, especially in our sort of colonised Western world. Um, I've, I find people that come to me sometimes are unable to even touch their own genitals, let alone really dive deep into them. And I guess this is what yoni mapping is. It's a... Uh, Yoni means it's a Sanskrit word and it means that it's the sacred temple, divine passage, and, you know, it describes the entire female genitalia and reproductive system. And I guess in our sort of uh, white world, we don't really have uh, one word that encompasses all of that when we're talking about genitalia. You know, we've got, especially if we're talking about um, vulva, you know, vulva, vagina, um, so many things, or we've got a, a penis and a testicles, like there's so many different parts. And so to have one word, yoni, that describes the whole of the female genitalia, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. No, I so love good. that. And so what? So what? what is yoni <laughs> mapping? You mentioned, well, you didn't say pleasure ma- mapping, but you said yoni mapping. What does that mean? Yeah, so this is like a, a journey back into the body. It means that we are literally, it's like a Google map for your genitals. We're going through every little nook and cranny and and, and seeing what's alive there. So for a lot of women, especially, they're really numb in their genitals, actually, and can't even feel or notice a subtle touch. And quite often, a lot of people don't even know all the names of all the parts that are happening in their genitals. So this is where the education piece comes in. I will teach somebody by touching. So this helps the body-mind connection happen. So quite often, you know, we can sit in a classroom all day and learn something, but unless we're physically using our hands or we're being touched, if there's a layer, which I would call somatic, which means with the body, soma is the Greek word for body. So if we're learning somatically, we're going to drop it deep into our body. We actually have a felt sense of the learning. So with me touching and teaching at the same time, the person receiving can really feel feel it and it drops in deeper. And so with the mapping, um, it is literally me on the table, on a massage table 
with a client and they are normally nude and uh, we've done a big process to even get to this point because safety is the biggest thing for allowing the body to open and expand. So we would have gone through a talk therapy session first, setting an intention, figuring out what that person really wants for their body, going into an embodied counselling session. This is where it's it's like one step deeper than talk therapy. So we're actually allowing the body wisdom to come through. So, so many of us are actually living in quite a numb state. We're an autopilot. We're just doing and being in the world. We, we suppress sneezes, farts, yawns. Oh, we don't move because it would be rude to move in this moment. Our bodies aren't free to have full expressions of themselves. So in this state, this is where we go, okay, drop into the body. Oh, I'm noticing I'm really tight across my chest. Okay, what does your body need? What would support that tightness in your chest right now? And it's not about getting rid of tightness. It's about being with it. It's about keeping it company. It's, it's, a, it's a message. What, what is our body wanting to tell us? What, it's wanting us to listen, connect, and go deeper. And the moment that we start listening and connecting into those moments, the mo that's the moment our body starts to open. And the more open we are, the more we can feel pleasure. Because normally we feel either numbness, and then it turns to pain, and then pain turns to pleasure. But unless we're actually acknowledging what the body is telling us, we can't get to the true depths of pleasure. So that embodied counseling is that stage of listening and dropping into the body. And then if that client feels safe and ready, we move to the massage table, and that's where I'll give them like a full body massage to downregulate their nervous system. And it's a, it's a connection piece between them feeling my touch on their body and safety. And it's an active massage. So quite often, you know, if we go to a massage parlor, we just lie there and go, oh my God, this is so good and drift off and we're in our mind. And, you know, we're wondering if we're going to get a happy ending or what's going to happen, but we're just, we're just relaxing, you know, but this is, I'm asking for consent every step of the way. And this teaches people body sovereignty, body autonomy, and we're not used to asking for what we want in these settings. You know, if you think about just receiving a massage, quite often they'll say to us, um, how's the pressure? And we go, oh, yeah, it's good. You know, because we're too scared of like, oh, if we ask for what we want, we might they might not be able to do it or they might get angry at us or we might offend them. But my line of questioning is, would you like harder, softer, or the same? So people have choice and they are choosing. And something different happens in the body when you know you are speaking your truth. Um, and then we go into a breast massage, womb massage, and then we go to the actual mapping if we get to that point. Wow. That's I, a lot. Does it? And, and so why is it <laughs> yeah. so important? And what are some of the, like, um, you know, the changes that you've seen in clients as a result of this mapping? Yeah. So as women, we are receptacles of energy. You know, when you think about the womb space, we are like a cup. That's where we can hold stresses, people's pain, shame, guilt, so much in there. Um, and so it's stagnant energy. A lot of the time we don't move. If, if that woman is receiving penises, if that's what her choice of partner is, then 
literally, I know this can sound a bit woo-woo, but we've all got an energetic frequency to us. And so every time we're being penetrated, we are taking on somebody else's energetics. And I mean, there's some badass people around, you know, which we're letting into our space. And so to clear and to reclaim that space, I see women walk out different from my healing room. You know, it's like they've just, I don't know, they're lighter, they're glowing. It's, um, it, it can wake up that whole area that can just be numb and disconnected. And a session takes three hours. So for somebody to be fully embodied and connected to their sexuality, to, to their yes, to their no for three hours and held in the safe space, it's really potent. A lot of people don't really have that. Um, but I guess one of the biggest things I see is their pleasure centers come alive. And I love it. This is my favorite part is I get, you know, messages two weeks, a month later going, oh, my God, you fucking fixed my vagina or <laughs> oh my God, orgasm three times in a row or, you know, things like this where people have just been numb or haven't felt pleasure or didn't even know what bits were meant to feel good or how to wake up bits that were numb so yeah it's pretty transformative um but it's it's where you're willing to let go as well in that session is where you will bloom wow um fascinating how did you get into it yeah so i it's funny like my grandma on my dad's side she's a natural healer she's always worked with the body with um like uh, kinesiology and homeopathy, naturopathy, and then just, I don't know, some kind of woo-woo stuff, hands-on body work, which actually, you know, if we were to go back to, to the old days and living on the land, we would have touched each other. We would have touched ourselves. Body work is so important. And for me, this is an old, old medicine. And so I love the realm of sexuality. And when I found out there was a job as a sexologist, that's when I quit my job in radio and I was like, that's me. I'm in there. I want to talk about sex all day. And um, But there was something more I wanted to touch. Like to me, maybe that is just in my lineage. I want to be hands-on. It feels like especially through COVID and the pandemic, we're afraid to touch people the way we used to. And what the body needs is touch, safe, healthy, loving touch. And yeah, I just, I, I felt the call to, to do that for women. And I love it, actually. I think we aren't really touched without an agenda much in our life. It's either sexual or medical you know so true. yeah to be touched in a way that is just deeply reverent and loving and slow you know we're always on to the next thing even when we're having sex these days it's like oh what what's coming next or like on the clock like ah, oh, hurry up I need to get on and do something or you know we don't even know how to receive pleasure properly from another person because we think oh I'm gonna have to do something back to them or you know so this space is for someone to come in and just be really held and I love holding space I I just love it it's it's yeah it's my calling <laughs> <laughs> that's so great that's so awesome what are your thoughts? I think we had Kimanami. Mm -hmm. We had her on the podcast a few well a few weeks ago, and um, she was talking about 
yoni eggs. What are your thoughts on yoni eggs? Yeah, I've got quite a holistic view on yoni eggs. Um, part of me thinks they can be good. I mean, the thing is with everything we're doing, we have to look back to the roots of it. And yoni eggs were used in like ancient Chinese ways of actually capturing a woman's power actually and then the king would take those eggs and hold the frequency it would be put into a jade egg and they would take that from the woman so this just shows the powerhouse that we are actually wow um yeah and so then it's kind of been appropriated into this space of like oh it's really good for healing that area and when i used them like really at the early stages of my sexual journey what i did notice is they actually do activate inside and they feel quite um healing but it's always about the intention of using something like that so if you're using it to clear stagnant energy so you need to use a, a heavy duty crystal like an obsidian black obsidian great that's going to take all the stagnant energy help wake that up and the weights um the weight of it is going to activate your muscles so yes there can be different uses for them when people are using them to tighten their pussy it fucks me off because we're living in a world where people think that the tight pussy is king and it's just not we're already tight and holding so much stress in there like you know when i i am working hands-on i'm going in hundreds of vaginas and it's fucking tight as anything in there people are stressed they're hyperactive and this is not what we want um so so yeah so yeah you can tighten your pussy great it's not actually what we want it, we want to have this malleable um soft tight when we want to pussy but to have this constantly tight and going for the tight pussy no i'm i'm not a fan it's 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 not ideal and the thing is that people aren't being educated how to do it properly so people are buying yoni eggs and shoving things up there and walking around and Look, it's not the one. We need to have a whole re-education around this piece. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I like that point of view. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned some of the messages you've had back from really happy clientele. Um, and, you know, when I hear things like, oh, you fixed my vagina, better orgasms, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> is it like a, you know, is it like a sports massage? You've got to come back every couple of weeks or is it just a one-off thing, one and done? Um, what does that look like? Yeah, it's a good question. And I think it's different for everybody. For some people, yeah, it is. It's a one-off. It's a transformative session. And it's just what they need. Um, I have some people that come back um, uh, seasonally. So, you know, as the winter changes, so they'll come four times a year um, just for like it's sort of maintenance. But really what I love is to, when I'm educating through that process, is I, I want to empower people to touch themselves, actually. You can yoni map yourself. And I I want people to touch themselves. Like that's, that's the medicine. I, I do it to myself monthly. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's amazing if you can upkeep that because, yes, we're talking about a big body of muscles down there that will keep creating tension. So, yeah, you can come for a transformative session, but if you go back to doing the same things in life, same stresses, um, not honouring your yeses and nos in your body, allowing 
things to go in when you don't want to, enduring touch, then yeah, it's just going to tighten and tighten again. And then, yeah, you kind of do need another heavy duty kind of session. So for some people just touching and having the awareness of how tight they have been in there and to finally allow it to breathe and feeling their pelvic diaphragm moving is enough because now they're aware if they're standing in the line at the post shop oh my god my pussy is tight and now they've got the skill set to release and breathe into that place um quite often people don't need to come back but a lot of people do because sometimes we feel like we just need a guide we need somebody else to just hold us and yeah it's it's a it's a beautiful thing if, if whatever feels right for somebody Cool. That was going to be my next question, actually. Is it something that we could do ourselves? Um, so do you have any tips around that for people wanting to try it themselves? Yeah, cool. Absolutely. So this would be about setting up a really beautiful, luxurious space for yourself, you know, with like nice music, maybe some incense, candle. And yeah, I would just recommend getting a towel towel out so that you don't worry about any messes or anything like that and a nice oil so either like a lubricant or um any kind of oil that's non-fragrance like coconut oils okay um some that it is antibacterial and microbial so it can kill off a lot of the ph in there but if you're using it just once off or, or like once a month or something it's totally fine um olive oil if you're worried if you're wanting to go full natural and worried about ph balance olive oil is the best thing for the pussy um quite gluggy though so you know <laughs> Be mindful of that and can stay in the old sheets. But um, get a towel down, get a mirror. It's really important that we see and we know ourselves. And then, yes, yeah, slowness, like slow touch. And you can be intuitive about this. So we want to touch that whole area, the whole outside. We want to massage the inner thighs. These are our first, like, boundary keeper. You know, when you think about if you don't want something in there, your thighs will shut, your legs will shut, and your thighs clench up. So quite often we're carrying a lot of tension in our inner thighs. So just massaging that and then moving from the thighs, the inner thighs, inwards, in towards the vaginal entrance. So we've got the outer labia, we've got the inner labia, we've got the clitoral hood and the glands clitoris, the head of the clitoris. So just touching all those spaces. Um, you could print out something from, you know, online that shows you what all the names are and where they are so that you can kind of skill yourself and touching. And, you know, it's about being curious. Like, yeah, pull your clitoral hood right back so you can see the head of the clitoris, touch it in different places, see what it feels like, see where, where things are numb and where things are more pleasurable. You can have a piece of paper and pen and you can just make notes because this is like you, you are mapping. You're doing your own mapping. So you're, you're wanting to take notes about yourself. This is a whole new piece about yourself. Um, and, and then if you want to go internally, it really is about placing your finger on the outside and maybe going around the entrance and just letting her, when I say her, it's your, it's your pussy, it's whatever you want to call that. I'm At the moment, I'm calling her pussy. Um, 
that changes. Um, <laughs> and let, let her know that you're there and ask for consent. And this is the thing, I think, as women, quite often we have really had invasiveness, you know, in that area. And we may have endured or we may have not said a no when it was a no. And so this is the chance we have to be the consent keepers for ourselves. So if we're not, you know, even if we're inserting a tampon or a moon cup, we have to ask for consent before we put anything in there. Um, so that's a good little piece of advice if I could give yeah. that to any vulva owners. It's like ask for consent with anything going in first. And so this is, yeah, may I come in? Like, and if it feel, and you'll have a body reaction. It'll either feel like a no or a constriction, you know? It will just feel like, oh, I'm not really there yet. Or it might feel, you might feel open in your body. And that's a yes. If it's a no, come into your breath. Put a hand, maybe cup your vulva, vulva and put a hand on your heart space and just breathe into that area. And pretty quickly that will shift. The fact that it's been heard and you've heard it's no, then it's going to open because it will trust you. And so then you literally map it. If you're going to go internally, go so, so slow, so, so slow. Like go slow and then think about going even slower because like I said, that kind of agenda touch of getting on to the next thing. We want to just go so slow that we're feeling every little thing. And then the mapping is like a face of a clock. So if you're on yourself, think about your your head as number 12 and then go around to the right and go one, two, three, four, five, six, all, all the way around. And so, yeah, you just go into position one and you just hold it there in the tissue. And what you're doing is just noticing what can you feel, sensations, emotions, visions sometimes come in for people, memories, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's about being able to hold yourself and whatever comes up. So make sure you're feeling in a pretty good space. Um emotionally mentally um to do that because yeah if this is your first time touching yourself like this it can be quite a tender experience yeah um and there can be pain there can be a lot of pain in there as well do you do you often um have a lot of emotions coming up with your clients in different yeah 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 i there is a lot i say to my clients you know like this is a safe space it's soundproof this room you can do whatever feels right. And we have a lot of weeping. Uh, quite often, one of my favorite was this woman who was roaring. I had my finger inside her and she was just roaring, <laughs> this primal, primal roar. Um, and yeah, I was like, you know, are you okay with my finger in there? Would you like me to take it out? She's like, stay. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's so great. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah but this is the thing as well like there is this real primal rage in women it's like our dark feminine and we haven't been taught or allowed to have rage it's not a good thing for good girls or nice girls in the world and she's we get labeled psycho and um all sorts of stuff if we just have anger 
you know, and actually anger is so important. It shows we care and it shows there's something that has moved us. And for, for a lot of women, they suppress. And I believe anything we're suppressing in the body is going to manifest into a physical ailment or, or something like that. So, yeah, if you're feeling angry, fucking rage. Like, get on all fours and, like, howl or, you know, it's so cathartic. And, yeah, if you need to do it on my table with my finger in your pussy, then... <laughs> Love it. Um, when when you say on all fours, then that just made me cross my mind. Is this procedure done laying on your back all the time, or can it be like, do people want to change position, or what's? Yeah. Um, okay. So in the embodied counselling session that happens beforehand, people could be on all fours, or it could be any you know any position. Like that's that's. That, that's when shit kind of gets weird, but you're fully clothed. When you're on the table, the mapping does happen. Um, I've got like a big wedge pillow, so you're kind of half lying, half sitting. Mm-hmm. And um, But the thing is that we have to listen to the body. So if someone – or I'm noticing that they're moving a lot in their pelvis, their pelvic bowl's moving, I'll say, okay, do we need to move that energy through? What would feel good for you? So – Anything can unfold. Sometimes we'll stop a yoni mapping and, yes, yeah, someone will get on all fours or um, need to dance or shake their whole body or, you know, like this is a, a space where full permission is there. Like if people could film inside my room, people would pay so <laughs> much money to see what ha- unfolds, you know. It's fascinating. <laughs> and I think there's so many people out there that just don't know about it. Yeah. Well, this is coming back into your animal body, to be honest. Like our whole, we are so conditioned to look good and put on a mask of how we should be in society that if anybody does anything differently with their body or, you know, people are like, what the hell? What a weirdo. What is going on there? So we need spaces where we drop into doing what feels good instead of what looks wow. good. And so what are the biggest reasons that people actually inquire with you about yoni mapping um okay so i would say there's a lot around like pregnancy like pregnancy loss and that miscarriage abortion um and feeling like they want a reset in there or it could be post children where they're feeling like that whole space has changed for them and they want to know their new vagina, their new genital and how it feels. Um, and they can obviously like quite often be post um, birth, like a lot of trauma, like tearing that can happen there. So I also do scar remediation um, on C-sections or if there's been tearing internally or the perineum's been cut. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, the thing is like, I guess overall, it would be people just want to reconnect to mm-hmm. their bodies. People feel disconnected. And I feel like everything that society, the patriarchal system, has actually brought us to that place. It's exactly where they wanted us to be because this is where our power lies. So if we're disconnected, yeah, we're disempowered. So to, to be in connection with our pussies and our, our genitals in a way where we know them, where we don't hand over our power when we go to the doctor. We can take our own olive oil lube instead of using their shitty jelly lube that actually fucks up all our pH levels and can 
give us thrush and you know bacterial vaginosis and kill off things forever um it's living in a very body positive my body way so i think that's what everybody wants they want to feel like every inch of their body is theirs epic yep love it that's yeah i find that i find that really interesting because i think um as someone who hasn't had children or you know not a lot of my friends have um that's a lie a lot have um but (laughs) yeah I think in my space I think people would be looking for you know how can they have better orgasms and so on but actually in that same as I say that I also think that people don't even think that that's an option like they haven't even probably considered that that's possible yeah that's so true that's actually one like that's probably the question that I get asked the most is, you know, I have never orgasmed before. Is this possible? And for me, I think, yeah, if that's what people are, are presenting with, I call them pre-orgasmic because I believe everybody can orgasm. Um, you know, there's a tiny, tiny percentage of people that can't and that's just due to their nerve structure in their pelvic bowl, but actually it's all the other things that go into an orgasm, which is traveling from the mind into the body, which is, yes, when we do yoni mapping, that is all about that. We're leaving the mind behind and we're going into the body. You need to be able to do that. You need to be able to relinquish control, which is really hard in this world that we're trying to control and keep everything suppressed and bundled up so that we're showing the right thing to the world and we're you know, presenting who we want to be. Um, And then there's really like all these different things that we're being taught about toys and tricks and all these sort of things. But on a very deeply physiological level, our body has got its own wisdom. And so when we slow down and we take the time to get to know it, which is what happens in a yoni mapping session, we get the sex education we never got at school. So we actually learn what each part feels like and you know I can actually demonstrate within there like does this feel good you know depending on what the person's intention is why they're there if they've come to learn how to orgasm or to wake up that area for deeper orgasms that's what we do you know it's like does this feel good does this feel better you know um you touch it yourself, you know, I'll invite clients to touch themselves or you do it how you think would feel good. So, yeah, so it is a, it's a learning and every yoni mapping is so different compared on the, compared to the, it depends on the intention of the person coming. So yeah, orgasms are a really interesting thing for people and it is so individual. Um, Yeah. We get so many messages as you can imagine. Um, with people just of the attitude that oh I can't orgasm you know um this it don't worry um it's just me and they kind of justify it to themselves and everything it's um you know because just that mindset is probably what's stopping them from from orgasming like yeah that's yeah, you're right. It almost becomes like a, a yeah. piece of them, an identity around, oh, I can't do it. And then it's just like that's yeah. what's sort of sold as part of it. Yeah. Um, 
And that just actually adds more pressure because then if they go into like partnership sexually, this becomes a bit of a thing as well. Um, the partners quite often want to be the person that can make them orgasm, which adds more pressure. And it just we just need to like, just, like let it all go and just be in the body and, and follow pleasure. So when we're following pleasure, we take away the goal of orgasm you know, and it just becomes about what feels good. And the more that we do that, we just drop into it. But if we're in our mind worrying like, oh, what's coming next? Or, oh, that feels so good. Oh, no, I don't orgasm. I don't orgasm. Yeah. We're not going to orgasm. Uh, we just have to really relax into the body and, and let the body have yeah. its experience of yeah, pleasure. Totally agree. Totally agree. Wow. And mm. so, and then You've done some more training recently. What's next for you this year and moving forward, Morgan? Yeah, so I've sort of dropped and all my original study was pretty clinical. And so I've started to delve into more of like Tantra and shamanic sexuality. And it's, it's, I guess for me, like I want sexuality to be, to be steeped in safety because I think there's been so much darkness around sexuality and there's been a lot of sexual abuse in the world that I want to shine the light on the darkness so that we can see what's healthy, you know, so that we can live in a more safe space sexually so that people don't slut shame, so that we don't judge others for being in their full sexual experience you know, expression. Um, and so I wanted to dive into a realm of sexuality that I, I thought and through my lens was a little bit unsafe. So I thought I had to go there, you know, to see what what's going on in this sort of, I thought it was a sex cult, actually. I was like, what's going on down here in the sex cult? And um, I loved it. It turns out I felt right at home. <laughs> and um, it just kind of closed my learning loop around what is possible for the body. And I've never had energetic orgasms before that, but I, my, my pussy, my heart just got totally cracked open and activated. And yes, I saw a different depth of what is possible. And that is through the body. So I'm so pleased that I work with the body because this is where deep, deep pleasure comes from. And yeah, so so I'm just trying to let that all land in me. And I guess, yeah, I, I see a lot of clients. That's how I mainly spend my days one-on-one um, -on -one with clients, either over Zoom with sort of talk therapy or with the Yoni mapping. Um, but I also feel like I've got something gestating in me that wants to be birthed into the world. Um, I get asked all the time if I'm going to do like retreats or, you know, courses. And I just, yeah, I feel like I've been waiting for this last bit of training to give me this full rounded view of it. So, yeah, so I've got some things in the pipeline and I, I'm excited to, Amazing. to share them. With I the think um, Viv and I will be keen. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon your energy is just like addictive it's like yeah so great <laughs> I was like surely Joe's got the same question as me talk me through an energetic orgasm <laughs> <laughs> well uh so my first one uh was while I was on this training and I just it was through deep connection with other people. Um, and what I started noticing was that in my core of my body, it started vibrating. 
And I was thinking, holy heck, what is this? And, <laughs> you know, it was tingling and it was alive. And I, I, it started to go up my body. It, took, it was a long time. It was probably like half an hour um, into my heart space, just vibrating like crazy. And then I was having an experience um, with a man and he was just sort of breathing over my body eye gazing, he had pussy gazed at me, he'd worshipped at my pussy temple. And then all of a sudden I just oh I just had this like big jolt. And what's so funny is that my my hands went like little T-Rex claws. I actually couldn't move them. They were like this. My whole body had pins and needles. I couldn't move them out. And I actually I was having a stroke like I actually I had no control over my body and it was kind of convulsing and I had to like put my <laughs> hand up so that my instructors could come over um I was like I don't know what happened to me with my hands and my face and the guy I was with was like oh oh my god done. like first he was really worried and then he thought he was a king because he he had done this to me, but I just want to put it on the record that he did not. It was all me. Um, but it was out the gate. And that's just, that is life force energy, which is orgasmic energy, kundalini energy, just flowing and pulsing through me. And it just literally blew my top off. Wow. It was beautiful. <laughs> what an experience. <laughs> Are you girls keen on that? Yeah. We might have to go to the sex camp, the sex cult camp. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is amazing. Um, And so I cut in on Jo's question beforehand, but I think she was about to ask you, where can people find you? Uh, Where can they listen to more of your content? Tell us about that. Yeah, so you can look at the services that I offer if you're interested in working with me at morganpen.co.nz. Um, I share a lot of my learnings and uh, things that I believe in the world on my Instagram, which is Morgan the Sexologist. And then I have got a podcast um, that I did with my best friend Sharon Casey called The Trainee Sexologist, which it's quite weird listening back to now because that was when I first like did my studies there's two seasons there and one was the yeah the first season was me training and like you know the first time like putting a finger in my own asshole was so wild and life-changing for me and now to think that that's so normal that I'll do that once a week you know is is pretty funny um but, but you know within that that podcast there is I do a lot of I do share a lot you know and you can kind of go on your own body journey as well throughout it um and yeah I'm about to start my own podcast so um that will be out soon that's awesome (laughs) cool okay um so so great to have a chat with you and podcast will be out tomorrow um and tomorrow night if you're listening to it straight away then we also have a live with morgan tomorrow night um on how to find the clit so i think it's something that everybody should sign up to on our facebook uncensored um and i guess you can also find 
us at Girls Get Off on Instagram. Um, anything else I'm missing, Viv? No, that is amazing. Thank you so much, Morgan, for coming on. It's oh. been an absolute pleasure, literally. And um, I'm sure we'll speak with you again soon. Thank you. And thank you for all your mahi that you're doing in the world to help create the sex positive landscape. <laughs> it's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> awesome. awesome. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Girls Get Off podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Girls Get Off. You can join our Facebook group, Girls Get Off Uncensored. I think we've got more than 20,000 members in there at the moment. And if you'd like to leave us a rating or review, that always helps us get higher in the charts. And every week we'll pick the most creative review to win a Missy Mini. Thanks for listening.